You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What's up, you guys? I'm Andrea, and you're listening to Inhuman, a true crime podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Happy Monday. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. As you can tell, Haley is not with us today. She was feeling a little under the weather, you know, pregnancy probs. So she decided to sit this one out. So it's just going to be me today. But I'm going to be bringing you guys a case that is a little different than the cases we typically cover here on Inhuman. It is a survival story, so there is that. Um, But it also has a little bit of, well, without spoiling it, let's just go ahead and get into it and you'll see. (laughs) On April 29th, 2001, Six-year-old Haley Zega vanished in the upper Buffalo wilderness of Newton County, Arkansas, while she was on a hike with her grandparents. Which, if you know anything about this part of the United States, this upper Buffalo wilderness also happens to be part of the Ozark National Forest, which is a massive national forest that we have here it is so vast it is just unfathomable how large this thing is so Haley spent 52 hours alone in the wilderness before she was rescued she had no food no water no real shelter yet she miraculously survived was that all thanks to another little girl Haley met in the woods or was it her own determination that kept her safe. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Haley Jennifer Zega was born in Fayetteville, Arkansas on March 24th to Kelly and Steve Zega. Her family lived in the Washington Willow Historic District, which was within walking distance to Haley's school at Washington Elementary. Her mother would walk her to school most mornings, and it was something they both looked forward to and they both cherished. 
Kelly worked as a director of development for the North Arkansas Symphony, and Steve, Haley's father, was an attorney and justice of the peace with the Washington County Quorum Court. Steve was also an Army National Guard officer, and their lives were very busy, to say the least. But Haley was such a well-behaved child, she was able to occupy herself while her parents brought her along to keep up with their hectic schedules. Haley's grandparents, Jay and Joyce Hale, were very environmentally conscious people, and they wanted Haley to have an appreciation for nature. Thus, why they decided to take her on a hike that day in April. Arkansas is known for their beautiful landscapes and waterfalls. You can easily be in the city one minute and the next you're in the vast, desolate wilderness. Haley was excited to see the waterfall near Whitaker Point and had been most looking forward to that for their hike. But despite this, her grandparents knew the terrain to the waterfall would be too difficult for Haley, so they ended up telling her very reluctantly that they would not be making the trek down there. So being that Haley was only six years old and she was very strong-willed, she was not accepting that answer. She had already made her mind up that she wanted to go to the waterfall. That was the thing she was most excited about. And in a last-ditch effort to get her way, she sat down on a rock and told her grandparents she was not moving, that they would have to carry her. Her grandparents, who loved being outdoors, they went on many hikes, knew that carrying Haley would be nearly impossible due to the rough landscape. And they decided, like many parents or grandparents in this scenario, to quote-unquote leave Haley behind, assuming that she would grow fearful and immediately follow behind them. They planned to circle back around in a minute or two in case she had stayed sitting on the rocks. However, when they returned to the rocks, Haley was nowhere to be seen. Haley had decided to take another trail that she thought would curve around and lead her back to the main trail where she presumed she would run into her grandparents. But unfortunately, that is not at all what happened to Haley. And instead, she was instantly lost. She continued walking unknowingly deeper and deeper into the woods until she ran into the Buffalo River. She thought she should continue to walk along the river, that eventually it would lead to a bridge, which would lead to a road, and she would be able to seek help once she was on a main road. She figured there's probably a gas station or some kind of store that she would be able to you know, find a phone and call for help. After walking for several miles and realizing it was now beginning to grow dark, she decided she needed to stop and rest and hopefully get some sleep. After searching for their granddaughter for a while, Jay and Joyce decided they needed to notify police. Haley's mother, Kelly, had been attending a film festival back in Fayetteville and she was excited to have a relaxing day to herself, but she would soon learn that this day would end up being a complete nightmare for their family. Suddenly, over the loudspeaker, she heard her name being called and a message that she needed to go to the back room. 
Kelly was worried that something had happened to Steve since he was currently doing some military training at Fort Chaffee and had been gone for several days. She feared that he had been injured during artillery training. So instead, she was met in the back room by Kathy Bass, who was the wife of Clay Bass, who had also been hiking with her parents and Haley that day. There, she learned that her six-year-old daughter was lost in the Ozark National Forest. The two, along with another family friend, Fran Alexander, left the film festival and drove to Newton County. Kelly tried to reach Steve to notify him that Haley was missing, but his service was choppy and the calls kept dropping. Eventually, Kelly was able to convey enough information through several dropped calls, and Steve immediately left Fort Chaffee to meet them at the trailhead where Haley had disappeared. Kathy and Fran took Kelly by her home so she could gather some belongings First, she thought she needed something with Haley's scent so that the canine units searching for her could use that to trail. She also thought warm clothing for them to wear during the search and some overnight items just in case they had to stay in that area. Kelly grabbed Haley's pillowcase and her favorite dress. She figured those would be the best items to give to police. Then they made their two-hour trek to the trailhead. A search for Haley instantly ensued. The search and rescue teams organized helicopters equipped with infrared cameras to circle the area where Haley went missing. Over a thousand volunteers showed up to search for Haley. Meanwhile, Haley began seeing the helicopters flying overhead. She wasn't certain they were searching for her, but even at six years old, thought that it could be possible, so she knew that she needed to become more visible to the helicopters. So this little girl decided to swim out into the river, literally in the middle of the river, to a large rock, because she thought surely she would be more visible from there. In a video that Haley published on her YouTube channel later about her experience, she said she was surprised that she didn't drown in the river because, I mean, she was only six years old and she was not the best swimmer. So that was a miracle in of itself that she was able to get to the middle of the river at six years old. But despite her best efforts, the helicopters would not see Haley that night. She eventually decided to sleep on the rock even though the temperatures were in the 40s that night. She didn't want the searchers to miss her in case they came back through during their search. The following day, Haley continued her journey to safety. As she walked along the river, she would yell out her name, her parents' name, and their telephone number, hoping someone would hear her and be able to get her help, which is, like, super smart. Like, this girl, like, to be six, she's thinking of stuff that, like, as a teenager, I probably wouldn't have thought of. <laughs> As it started to get dark, Haley noticed that the clouds around the moon looked how her mom would describe them looking when it was going to rain. 
So Haley sought refuge in a cave for sleep that night because just in case it did rain, she did not obviously want to get soaked in the rain. She was already wet from being in the river. So she was like, let me go find a cave to sleep for the night, which is like so scary because like what's in caves? Bats, bears, like the typical things you think about living in caves or sleeping in caves. But she's a six-year-old little girl. She's not thinking of these like scary unnerving dangers around the corner she wasn't feeling her best obviously so she decided to sit down and rest for a while and as she sat in the shady area, because the days in Arkansas in the spring get pretty warm, there rode up two men on mules. Those men were William Jeff Valenes and Lytle James. When they found Haley, she was rolled up into a ball along the bank of the river. They offered Haley a Diet Coke and a, cho- a chocolate pudding <laughs> And placed her on one of the mules and began their way out of the valley towards a nearby road. William and Lytle were part of, or excuse me, they were not part of the official search efforts for Haley. And they were searching for her on their own. In fact, they had recently approached search and rescue teams and suggested different areas they thought Haley might be. But the search, the search team's completely dismissed them and that's when they decided to conduct their own search of sorts since they were so familiar with the terrain so they were like born and raised in that area they spent a lot of time in the Ozark National Forest they knew places that other people might not know about like trails and caves and things like that and despite them having that much knowledge the search teams just completely disregarded them which is like so messed up because they could have potentially found her sooner meanwhile back at the command center for Haley's search the national center for missing and exploited children and colleen nick who was the founder of the morgan nick foundation had formed one of the largest search and rescue groups in the history of arkansas now the reason why Colleen Nick was there is because six years earlier Colleen's own daughter had been abducted and the following year Colleen created the Morgan Nick Foundation which helps aid families with missing children and side note sadly Morgan has never been recovered and is still missing to this day and that is just so tragic in of itself. So I will be sharing her missing flyer along with the other key photos from this case on our Instagram and our Facebook page. So make sure you take note of that as well. Investigators began to suspect that Haley had somehow made it to the main road and someone had picked her up and taken her. Search and rescue canines had followed Haley's scent from her pillowcase and dress to the road, but then the scent was lost. So that just kind of confirmed in their minds that someone likely had taken her away. So at that point, they decided their search efforts needed to change. 
and they needed to formulate a new plan. But little did they know, Haley had been found. And she was on her way back to civilization and to her parents and her family, finally, after 52 hours. Holy, holy moly. So after traveling by mule for a few hours, Haley, William, and Lytle finally arrived at the main road and were able to contact authorities along with an ambulance. In later interviews, Haley reflected on the moment she saw the men approaching her, saying, quote, I was just so relieved to see people. I had been alone for so long, and it was just a relief to know that I wasn't alone anymore. They were so kind to me, and I trusted them because I didn't have another choice, and they turned out to be heroes. I truly owe my life to William Jeff Linnaeus and Lytle James. They gave me chocolate pudding and a Diet Coke, and I remember one of them carved a makeshift spoon out of a little tree branch. I was so exhausted, but so relieved. Back at the cabin where Haley's parents were staying during the search, Kelly saw Washington County Sheriff Steve Whitmill driving down their long driveway. When he got out of his car and stepped on the porch, he had a serious look on his face. He then told Kelly, quote, I have a little girl who wants to see her mom. Oh my gosh. Kelly grabbed Haley's favorite blanket that she had been keeping at the cabin for when her daughter was found, and they headed to the command center. When they reached the ambulance and Kelly saw her daughter, she noticed right away she didn't look herself. It was clear she was exhausted and dehydrated, and Haley looked as though she had lost weight. She was very quiet but relieved to see her mother. They left right away for the hospital where Haley was admitted overnight and treated for dehydration. Haley later recalled that seeing her dad in the back of that ambulance was the first time she had ever actually seen him cry. It was difficult for her to understand the gravity of what had just happened to her, being that she was so young, which I guess is a good thing because in the end, it helped her survive. Like She didn't realize the dangers that were lurking around her at every moment pretty much like she just knew she needed to find help now you're probably screaming at me by now through the speakers of your car or airpods wondering about the little girl in the woods with Haley that I mentioned at the top of the episode that little girl was Alicia and according to Haley the moment she realized she was lost Alicia showed up she later refers to Alicia as the imaginary friend who stayed with her and helped her while she was lost in the woods. But up until that point in her life, Haley had never had an imaginary friend, nor did she ever have one after this. Haley recalled how having Alicia there was very calming for her. She stated that Alicia helped her uncover the only safe trail to the river on that first day despite there being 200 foot bluffs along the trail Alicia guided her down them carefully Haley reported that Alicia kept her calm by playing games with her during the 52 hours she spent in the wilderness there is a lot of public speculation about who Alicia could be 
from a guardian angel to a ghost. And someone even thought she could have been an alien sent there to keep Haley safe. There's even speculation that the little girl, Alicia, is a is the ghost of another little girl who went missing in that same area. Um, but obviously, there is nothing to confirm that. There's no evidence to confirm that one way or the other. Despite all of these claims, Haley says she can only ever refer to Alicia as her imaginary friend because she's not sure about anything else. Today, life prevails for Haley and her family. Her parents unfortunately divorced and Kelly has since remarried. When asked if she ever blamed her parents for what happened to Haley, Kelly said, quote, I'm asked a lot if I ever blamed or was angry with my parents. And I can say with 100% honesty that I did not feel anger or place any blame. I know precisely the people my parents are and what they meant for that day to be for Haley. And I knew anything that might have happened was not a result of neglect. I so vividly remember my mother asking me on the first night if I could ever forgive her. And I empathetically told her there was nothing to forgive. Today, Kelly works as a as the director of marketing for the Butterfield Trail Village Retirement Community in Fayetteville. She also owns a small digital marketing marketing business, Social Alliance, specializing in social media content development. She and Haley are as close as ever. Since her time in the wilderness, Haley has graduated from Fayetteville High School and went on to earn a Bachelor's of Arts degree in acting with honors from Pace University's Dyson College of Arts and Sciences in New York City. During the pandemic, Haley had been living and working in New York and New Jersey, but ended up relocating back to Fayetteville in March of 2020. Haley spends a lot of her time helping the team at Theater Squared, working as a digital marketing content specialist and trainer, and was recently cast in the local production of the traveling immersive theater experience, Art Heist, which is a national show being performed as part of the Walton Arts Center Artisphere Festival. She has co-starred in a few indie movies as well. Despite what happened to her, she still loves hiking, camping, and being in the great outdoors. To this day, Haley and her family are beyond grateful to their community for helping search for Haley. Kelly stated that in her wildest dreams, she could not have imagined the way Northwest Arkansas and far beyond showed up for their family. And that is the insane survival of... Haley Zago. So like I said in the beginning of the episode, this is not our typical content. Yes, it's a survival story, but basically, you know, there was no crazy tragedy that was associated with it, thankfully. But after last week's case and some of the heavier cases that we've done, I just wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted. Um, and I came across this 
this case and I wanted to share it with you guys because we share a lot of the sad stuff and the horrible stuff but I think it's important to share the good stuff too um, just to give hope to families that may be dealing with similar situations um, but yeah I will be sharing pictures of Haley and her family and like I said I will also be sharing the missing flyer for missing person Morgan Nick but thank you guys so much for listening we will have a brand new case for you guys with Thursday and don't worry Haley will be back but thank you guys so much for all your support and until next time keep it human bye